Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, September 12th. The American people should have confidence that we're on the right track, that we're seeing real progress. That was President Joe Biden in Boston this morning as he tries to take this moment of an uptick in his approval ratings and with some legislative successes behind him and turn that into a fall campaign victory path. President Biden was up in Boston today. He had two different prongs of his messaging for the day up there. One was highlighting that bipartisan infrastructure law as money starts getting out into various cities, localities, communities for Biden and his team to tout. The other is a mission that has basically been on Joe Biden's to-do list since the tragic death of his son, Beau, and that is what he calls his cancer moonshot. And today, the president went to JFK's presidential library up there in Boston on the 60th anniversary of JFK's moonshot speech, where Kennedy set out that goal in the early 60s. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. So for Joe Biden, and this has been true since his time as vice president, the moonshot is dealing with eradicating cancer. And that is uh, his moonshot, and that is what he focused on today when he gave remarks at the JFK Library. Now, in our time, on the 60th anniversary of his clarion call, we face another inflection point. And together, we can choose to move forward with unity, hope, and optimism, because we know this, cancer does not discriminate red and blue. It doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Beating cancer is something we can do together. Cancer is the nation's second highest cause of death. That's according to the Department of Health and Human Services. As for his plan to combat cancer, the administration wants to cut the cancer death rate in half over the next 25 years and improve the experience of cancer patients and their families. The president said that the United States has the building blocks needed to make significant progress treating cancer. He also announced Dr. Renee Wegerzin as the first director of the Advanced Research Projects Agency for Health. That's a new agency that aims to drive biomedical innovation that supports the health of all Americans. Biden also discussed the progress of his so-called cancer cabinet. This is a group of officials that he formed earlier this year featuring representatives from 20 departments, agencies, and the White House itself. Here's what else Biden focused on in today's speech. Imagine simple blood test during an annual physical that could detect cancer early with a chance of the cure best. Imagine getting a simple shot instead of a grueling chemo or getting a pill from a local pharmacy instead of invasive treatments and long hospital stays. These are just a few of the ideas that illustrate the amazing potential. The president also signed an executive order today that will launch a national biotechnology and biomanufacturing initiative, which will make sure that the technology needed to fight cancer will be developed in the U.S., among other things. 
Earlier today, it was infrastructure that was on President Biden's mind and touting the success of that bipartisan infrastructure package that he signed into law. He was at Boston's Logan International Airport speaking at Terminal E, which first opened in 1974. Now we're finally doing something about it. We're finally getting it done. We're turning infrastructure weekend from a punchline, my predecessor, into an infrastructure decade on our watch. He touted the $62 million investment in Logan International Airport, saying it would create over 5,500 jobs and expand capacity and accessibility at the airport. If you have traveled by air at all this summer, You might have been victim to the chaos happening at airports across the nation due to staff shortages and weather delays. Biden pointed out those recent problems and gave himself a bit of a pat on the back that his administration was able to get some airlines like Delta, JetBlue, Southwest to do more in updating their policies for when flights get canceled to help passengers get better treatment like a meal or hotel vouchers. He also said it's time for airports like Logan to see an upgrade. There's over 5.6 million passengers moving through. It means crowded gates, longer taxi times, airplanes full of passengers just waiting, all of which is causing congestion and flight delays. For travelers passing through, it means misconnections, lost baggage, long lines. For businesses, it can mean delayed orders, spoiled products, and very unhappy customers. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. We're finally going to do something about it. Later tonight, the president will be at a reception for the Democratic National Committee, raising some money for this midterm election season. Tomorrow, he'll be back at the White House celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. That's the big $750 billion health care, tax and climate bill, which he mentioned today in Boston, too, as another jobs creator. On Wednesday, the White House has announced that Biden is slated to go to the key battleground state of Michigan. There, he'll visit the Detroit Auto Show to highlight the electric vehicle manufacturing boom in America, thanks to his economic plan, is how he will see it. Obviously, Republicans don't see this Biden moment in quite as rosy a sense as perhaps the White House does. That probably won't surprise you. Republican Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina was on Fox News Sunday yesterday, and he was asked if it's a pipe dream to think that the country can get to some kind of unity. Give a listen to what Scott says. What we have not seen from the Biden administration is that type of unifying message that people rally around. Why would we have a conversation about a 0% inflation when in fact it's 8.5%? And why would we have the President of the United States deliver a soul-crushing speech that was unnecessary, polarizing, and inflammatory? We have done better, we will do better, and that's why elections have consequences. And all this activity is happening as President Biden is seeing a slight uptick in his approval rating. A new CNN poll of polls from this past Friday finds that 41 percent of Americans approve of the job he's doing, with 54 percent disapproving. Now, this is an average of approved polls here at CNN that meet our standards for reporting, spanning the dates of August 1st to September 7th. I say a very slight uptick because the poll of polls that we had seen just before this one had him at 40 percent. And the reality is he's still upside down, you know, 41 percent approving, 54 percent disapproving. He would like to see those numbers flipped, of course, as would many Democrats on the ballot this fall. But 
it's heading in the direction that the White House would like to see. And that's why you see them getting Biden out there to try and take this moment out for a lap around the country and seeing if he can build upon it. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.